And now, here's your host, Alex Litwack. With me today is Kristen Tenuta. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist with over 20 years of experience, and she is also a certified brain spotting practitioner. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm excited to hear about brain spotting because I don't know anything about it, which maybe isn't so good for me to admit to, but (laughs) I'm willing. I'm a lifelong learner. Yeah. I would imagine in all the years of being a marriage and family therapist, there were certain themes that started to run through many of the people you were working with. Mm -hmm. What what were those themes? And I I even think of it as very normal day-to-day stress. Anxiety, depression, upset, conflict, just very normal life happenings. And then sometimes we do get folks that have had more experiences. Things are piling in and adding up. Almost, you know, and very similarly to what in ways we're experiencing right now with COVID and everything that's been going on in our country and the world. Um, These pieces, these very normal stressors start adding up and piling up. It seems to me that we are living in exceptionally stressful times. Oh my goodness, yes, absolutely. If you're watching the news or reading a paper or whatever it may be, you cannot ignore whether it's you know, volcanoes exploding and climate change or extreme violence, mm-hmm. there are hot spots everywhere. Yes, it's, it's too much. Getting into, you know, what we do here specifically with brain spotting, it's so perfect because what's happening is in the world, all of these events and especially COVID now and, and the violence, our deep brain our survival instincts and our we're being threatened our deep brains are being activated our survival is is feeling threatened yeah we're not running across the field trying to avoid the mastodon or the saber-toothed nope. tiger nope. however that response yes. that innate response that we have for our adrenal glands to start pumping cortisol mm-hmm. is with us all the time absolutely and, and that's absolutely it. And I'm so glad you do know some of what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but it's that evolution, that evolutionary piece that is with us, you know? And so it is COVID, the violence in the streets, these different ways um, that our deep brains are being triggered. When you say deep brain, what yes. part of our brain is that? So that is some of the first parts formed. So our brainstem, our midbrain, you know, those parts of our brain that we share with all other living creatures. I'm talking about that, yes. Primal. Primal, absolutely. That instinctive, responsive, how do I stay alive? And how do I procreate? How do I feed? Yeah, the very basics. Very basics, absolutely. The brain is very powerful. So it's interesting to me that as someone who's doing talk therapy, something must have struck you mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. just talking to people may not be quite enough or listening to people, maybe sure, I should say. Sure. Well, and all these pieces are building upon each other. We we wouldn't be here today having this conversation if we didn't have 
the talk therapy, though, and the earlier forms, the roots of where this all has evolved to. So at, you know, those decades ago, we were doing, folks were doing the best that they knew, you know, what was working and what wasn't. And so these years, I was just offering care and, and service with the best that I knew and that we knew at that time. So a few years ago, when I was introduced to brain spotting, my mind was blown in, in what we're able to do and how clients experience that, the changes that take place and happen, um, it's just unreal. How did it blow your mind? When you're sitting with a practitioner, you're able to, we are able to access us as humans have this deep desire to heal. And when we're doing brain spotting, that innate ability, we actually fine hone in and use. So it's, it's a way of natural healing, individualized to each person, just absolutely how they're made up. So how my brain is formed, my neurons, my synapses, and all that stuff, when I'm the client, the practitioner is with me just allowing and harnessing that natural ability to smoothly flow and, and allow myself to heal. And specifically how my mind was blown, the depth of the experience, the emotional depth, but comfort. So the way we can access emotion, but it's not overwhelming or too intense because of, you know, being with, and it's also, that's a major piece is, is when you're with your clinician, when you're with your practitioner, that relational human to human, the energy between us, we want each other and humans, and we want to heal and be together. That's what we're meant to do. Uh, and so it's just, it's all so beautifully harnessed in this process. So walk us through this process. You've got somebody sitting across from mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. that you've been working with. You've decided that this technique is possibly going to be helpful to this person. How do you explain it to them? Essentially, the motto of brain spotting is where you look affects how you feel. So I would actually say maybe, maybe we want to have a little fun here and you want to experience a little bit of something. Okay. What do you think? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and this is often, it's a very simple, easy way to illustrate what's happening. If I was to say, you know, can you think of a, a little stressor, something on a small level, you know, if we were to say on a zero to 10 scale 10 being the most intense zero nothing peaceful and calm mm -hmm. five that middle maybe something like a two or a three just a little bit of a little bit of a stressor yes okay uh, a little bit of a stressor for me would be uh, worrying sometimes about my 90 year old father oh my goodness yes who's absolutely. doing fabulous mm -hmm. he's in really great shape overall mm -hmm. and yet he's driving mm -hmm. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. and, and he's he's mm -hmm. on his own and mm -hmm. he's great and I worry mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. As you're thinking about that mm -hmm. and, you know, allowing yourself, let yourself really connect with how does your body feel when you put yourself there? You know, dad, he's driving. Yeah. Oh. Anxiety. Okay. So you feel, and what do you feel? I, I feel, you know, my throat sure. maybe is a little bit of sort yeah. of, I'm got, so mm -hmm. to speak. And maybe, you know, my, my heart does a little grip mm -hmm. of some sort. Okay. Perfect. So you feel a little something. Yeah. Now what I'd like you to do is let's just look at my hand. I'm going to hold it up. Keep your eyes and I'm going to hold my hand out here to the left. Just notice how that feels inside when you're looking here and let me know when you have a good read on how your body's feeling looking at this position. Same. Okay. So you've got that. And then how about when you look here? Oh, that's so interesting because there really was a little bit of a shift. Mm -hmm. So you moved your hand mm -hmm. right in front of me. Right into, you're looking straight ahead. Right. In the center. Okay. So you're noticing this. Yes. Okay. Now let's look over this way. So to yeah. your left. Uh, just a little bit of a release. Uh-huh. Now, why is that? Why is that? Well, how deep do we want to get into brain neuroscience? <laughs> <laughs> but this is exactly what Dr. Grant had fo has found out through his years of work and experience is that where we look affects how it feels. And exactly as we were speaking before about our survival instincts as humans and safety and threat, it's, it's connected to our orienting system in our deep brain, brain stem, that when there's a danger, you know, back to the olden days, you know, the back in when we're cavemen and women running from, an, or even the animals out in the wild. Mm -hmm. When we hear something in those environments, we will hear it, we'll get that auditory, and then we will always turn to look and see. So we orient to perceive danger historically. That's in our body that happens. So Dr. Gran has found out, and, and then of course with where neuroscience is today, that we know that we do this as humans this is our innate ability and that it's connected. We're able to connect and shift our emotions when we're feeling some kind of way, you were feeling a bit anxious. When you have that activation, you can change how you sense it when you move your head. Is it always in the same direction for every person? No, no, not at all. Okay. So it's very individualized. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you might start on the left side, you might start on the right side, you might start up, down, but you're, you're looking for that shift. Yes, that is what folks are going to notice. And so just as you did, you felt, you know, in two positions, it was that anxious level, that minor anxious, and then the center was similar. But then when we moved your eyes to the other side and, and you did feel that drop in that release, that number, maybe it was a two or a three, maybe you then felt it go to a two or a one, maybe even a zero. And is this on 
any kind of issue that somebody can bring up because you're really just dealing with how that emotional processing is going on. Absolutely, it is. Any emotional issue, you know, that you, it bothers you or even a cognitive issue, anything that bothers you or upsets you, beautiful piece we didn't even get to yet, we're also able to enhance. So not only do we look for then maybe and accentuate some feelings, some negative feelings to really get the process moving, but we can also look for positive feelings and enhance those. How? Well, think um, performance anxiety. Think public speaking. Any sort of job or life, you know, I'm nervous to do. When you have those positive experiences then, and you feel it, so that's that felt sense in your body, with the eye position, we can enhance that. That felt good. Mm -hmm. That went somewhere. Just as we could accentuate the negative, we can accentuate the positive. There's a song in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's a little taste of what happens. Yes. What else do you do in a session with somebody? Are you, is it all about like a moving target and just trying to get that person to shift or are there other sort of techniques involved? Well, so we actually don't have the target moving. So that's one piece that brain spotting has evolved out of EMDR and also with somatic influences, so from Peter Levine and then Francis Shapiro, Dr. Grand was working with those folks, and so he was incorporating these various techniques, and that's one of the main differences between EMDR and brain spotting, is that with EMDR, you do actually move your finger mm -hmm. back and forth, and the client tracks that. So brain spotting was actually founded out of when Dr. Grand was doing an EMDR session, a more of it, but he had also begun to evolve and tailor that a bit more to what he had been noticing. So he was moving his finger across the visual field when suddenly with this client, he was going ever so slowly, he noticed in her eyes, she had an eye wobble. Her eyes had moved and shook and her body responded in a way it never had before. He held his fingers there. He'll explain it as though it felt like someone just grabbed his arm and held it there. So instead of doing that, the EMDR back and forth, he held it at that point. The woman was able to process and process to levels that she had never processed before in a year and a half of work, 90-minute sessions, once, maybe twice a week, in that moment he held his finger, she went deeper than she ever had and seemed to resolve issues. And EMDR is generally about trauma release. Mm -hmm. A lot of people mm -hmm. do the EMDR for that purpose. Mm -hmm. It sounds like brain spotting, 
it could just be anxiety release. Absolutely. Or it could be a trauma. Absolutely. Well, and I would like to say that most of the brain spotting practitioners in, in, in our field were really looking at trauma as anything that overwhelms the system. So it does not have to be COVID going on or the natural disaster or an attack. It can be anything that overwhelms your system. And it's when that happens repeatedly or in the longevity of an experience that our nervous systems get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And we can't handle that. Human beings, we are not meant to handle that level of stress on a regular basis. I always tell people that I'm a delicate flower. You are. We are. <laughs> You're beautiful and precious. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But I think that we tend to pile it on or allow things to happen to us because we think, you know, it, it proves something mm -hmm. that we can handle all this stress. Mm -hmm. Or we feel as though we do not have a choice. This is our life, this is what we have to do, or there, you know, I'm stuck in this story. As opposed to saying, wait a minute, there's nothing about stress that is good for me. Other than if you are being chased across the Absolutely. open plains. Absolutely, of course. You know, right. Yep, there we go. Then yes, you, sure. want, you want your adrenal glands to kick in mm -hmm. and, and help you survive. Mm -hmm. However, on a day-to-day -day basis in you know urban America, it's a different story. Absolutely. And you know a, a low level of stress or enough that you know, who doesn't have a low level or, you know, sometimes that's what folks need to get them up and out and moving for the day. You've got things to do for the day. So, you know, when it's able to motivate you and move you to function and do what we need to do, it's typically a reasonable level. When it gets to be excessive and really impact your ability to perform your daily duties or, you know, be in a relationship and be, you know, the person you really feel you are and, you know, who you are at your core. It's then that, okay, my body, things are piling on here. Um, I've got to do something about that. Is brain spotting something you do in every session with somebody or only when you're working on a particular intensive issue of some kind? Sure, good question. So brain spotting, I use that as my main fundamental modality. So that's gonna be the basis for how I enter every session. Because what we know is that the power of the human relationship and connecting is one of the most intense and beautiful pieces. Well, and we know clients that feel a really good deep connection to their therapist, that's when the best successes happen and recoveries take place. Um, so within that, I don't always have to be doing an eye position because right now, as we are looking at each other in the eye and smiling, that is brain spotting. Yes, you perked up. I did. You did. Well, I thought that was interesting. Uh-huh. What that is, and, you know, a piece of these discoveries is think about as soon as we enter the world and our caregivers 
And how do we hold newborns? In our arms, and what do we typically do? We look down at them, we smile. Oh my gosh, I love you. You're so precious. All of these experiences, the eye contact, it's our human attachment. It's the love, the connection that we experience. That's it right off the start. Right off the bat, the baby is feeling and tuning into that caregiver, the mother, the father, the, whoever that is, that baby is feeling us. And so eyes deeply connected, it's being, it's transmitted. Our nervous system, they're responding, they're connecting. Um, and so when we look at each other as humans and you really feel connected to and understood in a way that you might not get often or ever, that is some of the most natural, beautiful healing that takes place. To be heard. Absolutely. To be seen. Kristen, you brought with you this pointer. I did. What do you do with that? So, yes, this pointer, a good old-fashioned teaching and blackboards yes. and pointing, that's exactly what we've got. So this is what we use when we need to, when we want to. Dr. Grand, you know, once he discovered that holding an eye position is really what needs to happen to allow our bodies to unfold and have that natural healing, he thought, well, and experienced, how the heck am I going to hold my arm up here <laughs> for 20, 30, 40 minutes a session? Right? Right. Um, he said early on, until he figured this out, it was like he had to have superpowers and he was just channeling all his energy he could. So here comes the development of this, is incorporating this tool as the pointer. And it really allows us to comfortably access so many points in our visual field. And so not only will we individualize based on our client, but then I can comfortably hold this by propping it in my lap, on my chair, and not moving it because it's that anchoring what this does. This external point anchors to the deep brain. So in my client's deep brain is also where all this information is being held that we're working on in that moment. So it allows for this very fine, specifically tuned connection to take place and for it to be held and anchored to gently unfold the emotions and all of the related experiences. Do you work with kids with this technique? I do. I do. And how do they do? Well... It's funny because you see this one's quite colorful. This is one I will use on the top of my pointer. Um, we can add little pieces to make it more fun or for some folks maybe so that it's seen easier. But with children, we can put on little finger puppets or little um, pencil toppers. Actually, with children, we don't even necessarily need to use this. We can use their favorite stuffed animal we can use their little lovey. We can use toys. It's all about the eye position 
and that related eye position, not necessarily the object. So not the pointer per se. Mm -hmm. Any other techniques that are a part of this that we should know about? I would love to give you a quick little something for panic, okay, anxiety. Let's, let's do that. All right, so this is, a, this is a, a tip that will dramatically reduce panic, anxiety, etc. What we're gonna do is we're gonna have two eye positions. So, and everyone listening can practice this as well, as long as you're not driving. Mm -hmm. um, so what I'd like you to do is we're gonna have two points and one is gonna be a close point and one is gonna be a, a further distal point. So our fingers are great because we don't need any props. So a comfortable level away from you, about a foot and a half, we've got our first point. So this is gonna be our close point. And then what we're gonna do about four to six feet out is look right through our finger to get that distance piece. So we're not gonna move our eyes like up or down or to the left. We're simply gonna focus out and in on those two different points. So what you do is for two and a half minutes-ish, by alternating back and forth by looking far and close, you're gonna activate your body's PNS, your, your parasympathetic nervous system. So you are gonna start to calm and balance all of that sympathetic, anxious energy. So if you're having an anxiety attack, yes. panic of any kind, yep. this technique, two and a half minutes, yep. looking about a foot and a half away, looking four or five mm -hmm. feet away, yep. going back and forth in focus, will get your nervous system. Yes. It will kick it in. To chill. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yes. So you'll want to start maybe rotating every 12 to 15 seconds between spots, but then gradually pick it up. And you're going to notice sensations come up and you might start to feel stomach, jittery, but you stick with the exercise, maybe just slow it down a bit. And at the end of it, your emotional level will have dropped. What are you doing with this technique beyond just working with people in your office? Oh, great question. Well, we're using this technique, I mean, you name the environment, with groups. Actually, there's athletic and sports teams that do this. There's um, Olympic athletes that use this to enhance performance. Um, it is, it's far beyond than a trauma technique or a trauma therapy it's uh, very much an enhancement so if you come up with a scenario i'm thinking we can probably use it i love that <laughs> yeah. kristen if someone is interested in working with you finding out more about brain spotting mm -hmm. how do they reach you ktenuda at hotmail.com and tenuta is t-e-n-u-t-a all right kristen thank you so much oh thank you gosh my pleasure are you dealing with anxiety, pain, insomnia, or inflammation? If so, then CBD may be the answer you are seeking. At CBD Jubilee, we understand that you may have tried many different supplements and medications without success. CBD is a different kind of supplement. It works on a system in your body to get your whole self back in balance. We hope you will come talk to us at 6418 Carrollton Avenue in Broad Ripple, or you may check out our website, cbdjubilee.com.
Thanks for tuning in. Please join us next week for a new edition of Ask the Resource Queen. Ask the Resource Queen.